All right, back here at J. Tom Lawler Arena. The score at the end of two periods. Colgate and Merrimack are all tied up at one-to-one. Mike Macknick with John Leahy and pleased to be joined in this intermission, the second intermission. Nancy Marabisboro from the Boston Globe. And boy, it's really been a story of two periods tonight, hasn't it been, Nancy? I mean, first period dominated by Merrimack to get the one goal. And second period, it was it was like the team switched uniforms, dominated by Colgate, and they got a goal. Yeah, it's true. And uh, not only that, but there really hasn't been much real estate for either team. I mean, both teams have taken away the other time and space and they just have not really been even during the power plays they have really not been great scoring opportunities on either side you know I had to get a look at the replay to see what happened on the board on penalty the major all of a sudden we saw he was being taken off and you wonder what happened to the situation like that and the replay looked like he uh, he did uh, you know make the kicking motion at least and you don't see that very often I, I was trying to think of the last time I did see that it, it's very very rare and a lot of times when they call it it's it's, it's you know maybe two minutes because the guy did it inadvertently it's, it's really rare to see it uh, actually done on purpose. So our score at 1-1. One one, uh, who, who's got the upper hand here going into third period? It's got to be Colgate dominating the second, right? Well, to a degree, but I mean, I, I think Merrimack did a really, really good job of, of what they did in the first period. You know, they weren't able to cash in on the power plays. They weren't able to cash in on some of the um, some of the chances that they have, but on the same hand, neither team has really had a ton of great days tonight. It's, it's been very, very tough sledding out there. Uh, anything stood out for you, players, uh, for either team? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Collins, to me, always plays well. He always makes the most of his chances. Uh, he had another opportunity to get a second goal, really, there. It came very, very close. Um, but, no, I, I, I think what you know, I've noticed more than anything is just the lack of uh, scoring opportunities, the, la- the lack of ability to, to really get in the zone and put pressure on for any sustained length of time. We talked with Josh Myers from Merrimack in the first intermission, and he's not playing tonight, but talked about the fact that you know, they're a team that, that's relatively young experience-wise, and it seems to me like they're one of a number of teams in Hockey East that are in the same boat where they're trying to, to figure out how all the pieces of the puzzle fit together. You see a lot of line juggling even at this point of the season. We're about a third of the way through, but still trying to figure out, as I said, how all of those pieces fit together. Uh, it's made for a pretty interesting start to Hockey East. You've kind of got the top three, BC, UNH and BU, and then everybody else seems is fighting for a fourth spot. Well, and the fact that they play each other so often, too. I mean, you might have one team have the upper hand one night, and then the next night the other team has the upper hand. So um, I, I think there's still some identity uh, uh, issues in Hockey East. I think there are a lot of teams, I'd say more teams than not, you haven't quite figured it out. And you know, I think Merrimack's still kind of figuring it out a little bit, but you know, boy, they've got a lot, an awful lot of talent and, and a lot of promise here. So I would expect that uh, going well, Harvard is a club that's going to come in here in a couple of weeks, and we saw them a couple of years ago. Merrimack went to Harvard for the first time ever, and Harvard's going to come here for the first time ever. And uh, they're another club that's off to a pretty good start. That's why when Colgate knocked them off last Saturday night, that really opened our eyes, and we said, boy, this sets up a pretty good meeting here at, at Merrimack between Colgate and Merrimack. But we're going to see the Crimson in a couple of weeks, and it seems like the, the efforts of Ted Donato and his staff the last couple of years are starting to pay off. I mean, I know they're still relatively young in some cases, but boy, that club has so much talent, don't they? They're really fun to watch. I mean, they're very, very fast, um, and they're quick, and they move well, and then they skate well, and um, they're entertaining to watch. Uh, I think if you know Harvard weren't here today, you'd be watching a very different game, more wide open, more skating, um, as opposed to kind of slogging along out there. But, um, you know, Colgate's beaten two really good teams back-to-back, Dartmouth and Harvard, and you know, that says a lot for them. They, they, they are pretty good defensively. Um, 
Um, and I, I think Harvard Merrimack would be an excellent matchup. Now, where does Harvard fit in uh, the UC with, with the ECAC? We've seen Union and the Colgate's the second team that we'll have seen so far from the ECAC. I know Cornell's pretty good. Dartmouth obviously off to a pretty good start. It seems like there's some pretty good clubs out of the ECAC this year, and, and uh, I know Union has to be the best, uh, considered the best at least at this point. Where's Harvard matchup? I think Harvard's right there. I really do. I mean, last year they kind of were a weird team because they set the NCAA record, Division One record for ties. Um, so they almost looked like they were kind of lying in the weeds towards the end there, and then they kind of made their run at the end. But um, from a talent perspective, and, and I think they're, you know, they're great coaching staff, you know, I, I think they're going to be right there at the end. And, of course, we're looking forward to seeing Jimmy Vesey, the son of uh, Merrimack, Hall of Fame member Jim Vesey. He's still the all-time leading scorer at Merrimack. Uh, was the Division Two, Three Hobie Baker winner, led that club to the 1988 NCAA tournament, upset of Northeastern and so on. So, uh, you know, I guess Merrimack's favorite son, you know, his son ends up going on and to play at Harvard, which is a great honor for him and a great chance. But uh, he's only a freshman there at Harvard, but he's already one of the better players on that team, right? He's really fun to watch. He's got a lot of talent. He's got more size than dad. Um, you know, he's, uh, I covered Jimmy when uh, Jimmy uh, Sr. when he was playing for the Bruins that brief period of time. So, um, no, I, I, they, they've got a lot of upside on this kid, and, and I, he's very exciting to watch, and I'm sure it'll be uh, a lot of fun for people to see him. All right, Nancy, we appreciate you joining us. Happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you very much. Nancy Marapiece Burles, our guest here in the second intermission. Merrimack and Colgate are all tied up at one-to-one. We'll be back right after this for the remainder of our second intermission report. You're listening to Merrimack Hockey on WGAM.